afternoon update only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. There's a couple of things we're expecting this week as we come back from a long weekend. There's another hot inflation report and the start of earnings season expected to make this week a bumpy ride in markets and all eyes are on the u.s inflation rate which is expected to be released tomorrow night but how will this impact markets in the region joining us on the phone today as our first guest for money in the market is vishnu varathan head of economics and strategy asia and mizuo bank vishnu welcome to the show hi hi thanks for having me okay markets are sliding as investors prepare for more key inflation data out of the U.S. The U.S. inflation rate is expected to be released tomorrow evening. In May, we saw the annual inflation rate unexpectedly accelerate to the highest since 1981 to 8.6%. So what can we expect and do you see inflation rate accelerating again or actually see it easing? Well, I, I think, you know, on balance, when we look at the things, the, the moving parts in inflation uh, in the last report, it appears inflation could, uh, you know, have a have a further uptick uh, this mm-hmm. month, uh, so it could accelerate l- a little further. Um, and, but that, that said, we, we do think that we are approaching uh, closer to peak U.S. inflation. The bigger mm-hmm. question for the Fed, though, may be whether it remains sticky or not. Uh, I see, I see. So, well, there are growing expectations that the Fed will impose another 75 basis point interest rate increase later this month. But let's say if tomorrow's data show inflation rate cooling, could the Fed impose a 50 or even a 25 basis point rate hike instead? I mean, that's certainly a question worth thinking about because, uh, you know, as context, uh, Fed Chair Powell did say that, you know, July meeting was going to be either 50 or another 75 basis point. Right. Uh, cooler inflation, all else equal, should nudge the Fed towards 50 rather than 75. But there are two caveats here. One is the jobs report came out stronger than expected, mm-hmm. uh, which signs of wage pressures in it. So that that lifts the bar for the Fed to back down to 50 basis points. Uh, and also it means that even if inflation were to cool in tomorrow's report, unexpectedly so, uh, it would have to decline quite significantly for the Fed to justify a step back. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think the, the odds are tilted towards, or at least market bets are tilted towards a 75 basis point hike still. So then if we, let's say, see another aggressive rate hike by the Fed to 75 basis points, then how are markets in the region likely to react and can they handle another 75 basis point rate hike? Uh, that's, that's a really a good question because I think uh, <laughs> whilst the hike itself is priced in, uh, what's uh, perhaps less so is, uh, you know, the, the marginal bets, the guys at the margin who, who are betting on a 50 basis point, uh, point hike would, would certainly uh, not react very well to it. The other is the context of uh, a very strong U.S. dollar. So if the U.S. dollar strengthens further, what it tends to do for regional markets is uh, apply even more pressure because of the currency sell-off effects and capital outflow risks. Uh, so it does appear, uh, it will hinge on two things. As you rightly point out, uh, the 75 basis point hike as baked in as it is, the question is whether uh, markets can stand it uh, under the current context of uh, other risks, including COVID. And, and the bigger point is uh, 
what the Fed's communique around it is going to be. Uh, and I think so markets will be watching very carefully what they say as well as what they do. Right, especially because we have another COVID flare-up in China as well. So markets are likely to react negatively to that. And while we're going back in the region, um, Bank of Korea is expected to make an interest rate hike tomorrow as well. And we saw South Korea's June inflation hit a 24-year high, which has raised expectations for a big rate hike in the country. And analysts are expecting the central bank to deliver a 50 basis point rate hike for the first time ever, right? And BOK has raised interest rates by 25 basis points since last August. And 25 to 50 seems like a big jump. Do you see such a big rate hike to be necessary or could this see a more negative impact on South Korea's economy and push it into a recession instead? The question of necessary or not is is a really good one. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is what I'm going to say. You know, given that the Bank of Korea started really early, uh, as you rightly point out in last August, being one of the first few to move, that all else equals should have lowered the necessity for the Bank of Korea to step up their rate hikes. But what else has happened are two things. One is on the domestic front, inflation has continued to step up much faster than anticipated. Uh, the other, of course, is the Fed itself uh, upsizing their moves and uh, making their moves upsized and upfront. Uh, and, and so that, that that really applies pressure on a lot of global central banks uh, to also up their game. So the 50 basis point move uh, is mostly in, in majority a reaction to the inflation upside surprise and to some extent an acknowledgement and adjustment to the Fed's uh, upside hike. So 50 has become the new 25, so to speak, for the Fed. Uh, and, and so I will concede the point to you, which is certainly uh, recession risks are higher. But unfortunately, uh, the policy room to maneuver has, bec- has been whittled down and it's really a narrow road. Right. So then if South Korea imposes a 50 basis point, the biggest ever, and um, if more central banks impose a big rate hike like South Korea, then how are regional markets likely to react to that? It will be a split reaction. So, like, you know, so if the BOK does this, mm-hmm. uh, they would actually be joining others in the region, such as uh, uh, the Reserve Bank of Australia, the Reserve Bank of India, all of whom have delivered. And if more join in, two things can happen. One is uh, on the half full kind of perspective, mm-hmm. uh, if it gives confidence that uh, inflation will be anchored sooner rather than later in the region, this could allow some stability for regional currencies. That's the good news. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the bigger risk is that uh, because you get the Fed continuing to be aggressive, uh, then, the, then the, in the, the, the tendency is would be for capital outflow risks, which would pressure the currencies anyway, whilst the rate hikes only increase uh, pressures on the domestic economy, uh, leading us to a, a you know, subpar performance, if not a downturn. Right. OK, so but unlike other major central banks, we're seeing Bank of Japan sticking to its ultra loose monetary policy. So very quickly, we have like one minute left. Could we see a change in stance by the BOJ and follow other central banks to hike interest rates as inflation persists? Uh, that's, that's the trillion dollar question as uh, <laughs> markets watch uh, uh, you know, a sharply falling yen mm-hmm. uh, to see whether BOJ will respond. The quick answer is not in the very near term because Japan's overall inflation continues to be much lower in any case and the BOJ's stance is that there's no demand pool inflation so they're probably going to uh, stand their ground but yen intervention risks have increased though. Okay, thank you Vishnu for your time and your insights. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. We've been speaking to Vishnu Varathan, Head of Economics and Strategy Asia at Mizuo Bank. Stay with Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.